the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers. Trace is going to join us in a few minutes. Rob is going to be here oh, at 1 o'clock. GVST Rob is going to be <laughs> here and uh, he's going to tell us about tomorrow's event. Uh, but it's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's I think a, it's a little warmer than it was yesterday. You think so? Even though it's cloudy. Yeah, it's weird. Humidity I think, is. I think it's just a bit more humid. Yeah, is that what it is? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because if you swoosh in front of your eyes, that moisture forms on your hand as you swoosh it. Oh, uh, okay. Got a lot of people shopping. Yeah, they do. A lot of people are out here. Well, let's see, what have we seen? Uh, tomatoes. I'm trying to see what they have way out there. But they got... What was the thing that she got for Blue her? Blue Days. Blue Days. Um, got what? Blueberries. Blue Days. Blue Days that she got for... Oh, oh you were here. Blue Days. Okay, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, she, what were her conditions? She wanted a, a blooming shade tolerant. Was it shade or no? No, it uh, had half sun, partial mm. sun. She wanted something, though, that weeped. Oh, okay. That out, out of her container. And so she picked Blue Days. Um, talked about the lantanas. Uh, yeah, that Blue Days is pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good plant. All my plants weep. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's because <laughs> they've uh, been taken to your house. When he picks them house, up, yeah. they start weeping. Yeah. I know, right <laughs> from the nursery home. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Trace is here with... Oh, he's eating. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I can talk for him. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. i got to uh. tell you what. It's a <laughs> we'll wait till, wait till he finishes munching on a little bit of watermelon. That's a good thing to do on a day like that. Oh, it is a good day. Is it chilled? He's shaking his head yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't, you don't feel bad at all that we don't get any... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you? Can, has you still got that little mechanism where you can give him a sh- uh, shock when he d- uses his uh, microphone? No, they made me take that away. Oh darn! Uh, hey, uh, I planted my uh, fall tomatoes yesterday. Oh, good. What'd you plant? Oh gosh, too <laughs> too many. You know, I wanted. I was bound to determine I was going to get fifteen plants. And I uh, ended up with 19. Oh, man. So, <laughs> you think so, you said Romas? You got the Romas? No, I didn't get Romas. Oh, you didn't get the Romas. I got um, 88 uh, 49s. There you go. 
And I got tycoons. I got a couple of red deuce and uh That's a good one. Yeah, uh, Valley Cats. Yeah. And Did they uh, have Valley Cat? Oh yeah, there? yeah. And I got um Ruby Crush and BHN nine sixty eight. There uh, you go. You have a lot of cherries. Two yeah. I I generally uh only like to have two two cherry plants, but I got four. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's I got I plant uh, well, one uh, one of each of those varieties in uh, whiskey barrel, and then a regular, and then in the regular garden too. So yeah, get plenty. You can bring Milton and I some. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I've got some weeding you guys could do too, and uh, yeah. if you come and do your weeding, I'll just uh, give you the. Reward. We, we'll adopt the ones in the container. Yeah. So I made my list this morning so I could order appropriately. No. Oh. And we got a lot of different types out there. We have patio. We have six hundred two tycoon, um, sun pride, valley girl, eighty eight forty nine, valley cat, ruby crush, red deuce, celebrity, roma, large red cherry, dwarf cherry surprise, and eighteen twenty three. There you go. I That's did. Good. Uh, I did plant some of the sun bright too. Okay. Just I uh, was trying to remember uh, what kind of luck we had with it as a rodeo tomato. I think it was pretty good, but may may have been uh, the weather was not as cooperative as yeah as we've seen in the last couple of years. And uh, they had some other stuff available. Remember, he's got. Uh, <laughs> remember, Valley Girl. You said Valley Girl, didn't you? I said Valley Girl. And Valley Cat. It is not the same thing as Valley Cat. Right, but I got them both. Okay, but Valley Cat is the one that's nematode resistant. Yeah, and it's. Valley Cat was one of our rodeos, tomatoes once, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they have peppers available this week. Uh oh. So we will get in some sweet bells, some red bells, some mm. chili pequins, although I do have some really nice one-gallon chili pequin right now. All right. And let's see what else. Uh, habanero, jalapeno grande, jalapeno hot, jalapeno <laughs> mild. Uh, That's my tomatoes. And then they had uh, green beans and squash and zucchini available, so we'll have some of that in by midweek. Okay. Well, in my, in my uh, squash... Area, the only only one, well the cucumbers are still doing pretty well and the uh, tatumas producing like oh, mad. Oh yeah. And but my the summer squash is uh, gone. I harvested a few and that that's kind of the plan. You harvest as long as you can on the summer squash and then the uh, the vine borers get them. Especially in this kind of heat, they don't yeah. last long and. Uh, uh, you, you know, you, you see the leaves kind of turn yellow, and then you go and check, and you've got a yeah. all stripped and open uh, stem there. Yeah, uh, a lot of pe- a lot of people don't uh, don't check the stem. They just said, "Well, it rotted at the base," and uh, <laughs> and so uh, you want to uh, when your squash plant wilts and dies, if you got that, if you got that. Uh, uh, Salt, it looks like salt, wet sawdust at the at the base of the plant. You want to split it open, and uh, and see the grubs in there. There, there, they look like grubs, uh, worms in there mm-hmm. that killed your squash plant. And then you could stomp them or whatever you want to do. Yeah, to. you take out your frustrations. Some huh? people say they're good for fishing. Are they? 
Uh, I know grubs are. So, yeah, well, I, I guess, I guess uh, my garden, I'd have to go through all that work to get four four of the vine borers. <laughs> well, uh, it might be easier just to buy uh, night crawlers. Huh? Yeah. We had a question in from a, a lady, and she said, I had a terrible problem with squash vine borers this spring. I wanted to find out if I should expect the same issue this fall. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> we didn't write it then. Okay, good. I, I, was, I was not sure if this particular bug has two egg-laying seasons or not. I, th- I think Seems it's a, perpetual to me. Yeah, yeah, forever. But, but uh, as, as we mentioned, try, try the Tatuma once and... Uh, a squash vine borers don't get in it, and you can use the tatuma squash for almost everything that you use. Oh yeah, summer squash for. In fact, it is the true Mexican squash. Yeah, it's very good. When I see calabaza, is that right? Yeah, calabacita. Well, that's just. Generic. Does that mean squash? That just means squash. Yeah. Okay. So when pump, that, pumpkin has that name too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. When they say calabacita in Mexican for cooking, they're talking tatuma. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good plan, man. Takes off across country too, and every <laughs> every it's a vigorous grower. Every foot, it's got a little start. You know, perfectly round. It starts out, and uh, you leave it on there too long, you know, it can get the volleyball size. Yeah. but you want to harvest it uh, softball or less. The only problem we've ever seen with tatuma and squash vine borer. Is that sometimes they'll get into fruit? They'll actually bore into the fruit. They can't bore into the vine. Yeah, I haven't seen them. But they can bore into the fruit. Uh, This lady said, "My attack, if they do lay eggs in the fall, is to weekly apply spinosad to both the base of the plant and the growing ends." Uh, I do like to keep an organic garden or I would use seven. Yeah, and then and, uh, yeah, if you uh, well, I was going to say that then you might get it to work, but uh, <laughs> you, it's not like the old days. Thiodan worked pretty good if you were conscientious. Oh, yeah. Thiodan would work. Yeah. That, yeah. This used to be a great big problem in the hill country when I, when I was giving talks up in the hill country. And uh, they they said that uh, when you have a heavy population, that seven doesn't work, but Thaldan did. Yeah, in the sulfur. And it was kind of we reverted to seven and uh, Malathion when we couldn't get yeah. Thaldan anymore. Right. The key the key is to and and she said she was doing the weekly weekly spinner said my work that my work. Or every three days, spinosad will work. Because what you want to do is uh, they lay the egg at the base of the plant. The the, the uh, wasp does. And so you want to have an active insecticide there, whether it's spinosad or, or seven or whatever, from the time that egg hatches to the time that little larvae goes into the... What a cute little baby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, are, you, are you spoiled? No, she has mobility issues. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. Somebody brought a puppy up here and weren't Calvin's train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> Get her in a bug. What kind, what, what's that? We can. Do you want to be on the air? It, it's easy. All right. Here we go. We're going to give you the mic. What kind of dog is that? A pug? A pug. Oh, okay. Talk to this. Here we go. What kind is it? This is a special needs pug. She has cerebellar hypoplasia. Oh, no. It's okay. She's She is very spoiled. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I did have a gardening question if I could sure. ask. Okay. Yeah. I have eggplant plants, and they just keep dropping their blossoms. I don't know why. The eggplant does? Yeah. That's good, isn't it? You don't have to uh, eat the eggplant. No. That wasn't my goal. <laughs> mine, mine have been doing it um, with the, uh, what, what's our little insects that do the blooms and the... Uh, thrips? Uh, thrips. But uh, my, mine is finally setting some fruit now. My, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is yours in the shade? Do you have a much, too much shade? No, I don't think so because they're planted together with some cucumbers that are producing profusely. Yeah. I I th- think you're. I've had a lot of problem with uh, thrips and with peppers and with eggplant yeah. and and it looks to me like they're finally coming around. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll start setting later. Okay. Uh, do you have the uh, Japanese type, the long, cylindrical type, or you got Black Beauty? I think I have Black Beauty. Okay. Is it just uh, too early? Yeah. Well. Depends. It depends it's on the, the year. <laughs> now that it's turned hot, uh, they'll drop blooms. Oh, okay. But uh, when it turns cool in um, August, late August, first of September, they'll start setting fruit. Okay. Yeah, the uh, fruit they, they would set now and develop during hot weather would be bitter anyway. Okay. So no, no, don't, don't be taking any testimony from Hey, you know, man, I'm an, an expert on this. He, he has never eaten an eggplant uh, in his whole life. <laughs> he did say that I wouldn't have to eat them, and that he uh, thought that was a good idea. But he, but he has read a lot of books. So he, <laughs> okay. So just keep them watered over the summer and wait till it no. cools off a bit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think you might you might even see, hopefully this weather will break a bit, you might even see some fruit set before then that. Yeah. Based on what's happening in my garden, I've and gotten we, we plenty might, of flowers. Just yeah, no we fruit. might we might uh, put the call out, Milton, too, and see if it, how anybody else is. Everybody faced with that on eggplant and how the peppers are doing. I think so. I think they're dropping bloom. Thank you. My, All right. Well, it's good my, to see your my, pup. My wife used to have an eggplant casserole uh, uh, there's recipe. A pun- there's a punchline. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> And that she, it takes a long time to cook, I, I understand. Uh, so she was real proud and prepared that for my two daughters and myself. And uh, so my daughters had never eaten eggplant before. And when they took the first bite, they spit it on the floor. Now, I didn't spit mine on the floor. Uh, <laughs> But uh, since then, to make sure that we have eggplant, I always plant a plant in the shade. And that way it'll never have fruit. And so... 
Uh, uh, you're kind of sorry you came up. Yeah. Here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good luck on your egg. Thank game. you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, are you ready, Trace? Yes, it's time. It's time for the plant of the weekend. weekend. All right, so it's always about the unusual. This plant has been requested <laughs> for years, and this is the first time I've seen it available. Yeah, it's it probably. Is, it's called a peanut. Never pepper. been available. And uh, very unusual fruit. It's uh, called what? Peter Pepper. Oh, okay. Um, very unusually shaped fruit. They ripen to be, with, we're understanding, a little bit hotter than uh, jalapeno. Yeah. And uh, and it's productive. It's setting fruit. Yep, setting fruit. And uh, it's a wonderful uh, heirloom variety. We were reading that this mm-hmm. will come yeah. true to, uh, to make more peppers. And and I, I have not seen this for retail in. Oh, no. I've never seen it. I think it. ever. I've never seen and, it. And um, everybody always asks for it. So we oh, okay, I got a cool. hold of a few, and uh, so it is the plant of the weekend. And they are only six ninety nine. And how many, uh, if you had to guess, how many you got? Uh, 35-ish, maybe. Okay. And then you haven't tried them either, so you don't know how hot they are. Usually no, you're the that, first. That one was looking pretty good when oh. I was watermelon. <laughs> okay. Well, did, uh, didn't your... The person that's going to sit in for you in a couple of weeks didn't he just try try? Oh, one? I don't think he did. I think okay. he. I think one fell to the ground, so he picked it up and uh-huh. he's going to try it later. All right, so that's our plant of the weekend. I would go ask Trace, do you eat it from the from the distal end, or do you eat it where from the end that it's attached? I, I don't know, but I know he had to run. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, give us a call. Be a part of the show. Give us your questions at 210-308-8867. Call us and tell us how your eggplant is doing at 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Here's the big news. The fall tomatoes are here. It's not too early to plant, but to have the most success, you need to plant varieties that are recommended for this area that are time-tested. And Millburgers has those varieties because they want you to have the most success with your fall tomatoes. These include varieties like Celebrity or this year's Rodeo Tomato, HM8849, or the Texas Superstar Tomatoes, which include Tycoon and Dwarf Cherry Surprise. They're just $1.99 in the 4.5-inch pot. Another Texas superstar Millburgers is featuring this week is the Penta. They're highly heat and pest tolerant, low maintenance, a bloomer that comes in assorted colors. They attract hummingbirds and butterflies, and they're on a great sale price for three eighty eight in the one-gallon container. This week you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise. You see it blooming all around town? Come get it at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Stillwater Camps in the Texas Hill Country are Christ-centered sports and adventure camps for children 5 through 18. Right now, listeners to 930 AM The Answer can give your child an unforgettable experience while growing closer to the Lord at Stillwater Camps Co-Ed Adventure Camp or Female Multi-Sports Camp. Valued at $595 each, right now you can get a scholarship to these camps in July for just $300. But act fast, there's only one left. For information on dates, camps, and restrictions, go to the Marketplace page at 930 AM The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. 
The media and Democrat attacks on President Trump are about to go into hyperdrive. If you thought they're bad now, wait until fall when people are back from vacation and school starts. Whatever you think of the president's character, language and behavior, his policies are working. Is that a sufficient trade off for most conservatives and especially evangelicals? It seems so. Should it? That's a question each individual will have to answer. Some of my colleagues believe Trump's character and behavior are disqualifying, but they have no replacement who can win and continue to improve the economy, keep unemployment and taxes low, and name conservative judges to the courts. What Republican with the demeanor these critics like could do as well as President Trump? The answer is none. Trump is pushing back against the elites who have caused harm to the country. If nothing else, and there is much else, he deserves credit for that. As of now, Democrats have no one who can beat him, but the left will continue to pound and pound away until Election Day and long after that if he wins a second term. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer where Al is focusing on rain songs today, making it, seeing if he can't make it. It's not gonna rain. He's gonna try to make it rain. You'll be still between the Sinisa and Al's music. We're gonna get some rain that we didn't expect. <laughs> some forecasts say uh, the thunderstorms this evening. Really? Are oh, they really? Yeah, uh, but of course they're when they get desperate. They're talking about you know 30 percent or. Mm-hmm. Even less sometimes they'll say you might, there might be thunderstorms. Twenty twenty percent chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon tonight. Twenty percent chance of showers and thunderstorms before one a.m. Yeah, storm. that uh, tropical storm is. Uh, let's say they said it was southeast of Shreveport. Okay, yeah, and, but what a what a, a defined yeah area you know like a funnel that's going up there into Arkansas Tennessee is getting mm-hmm. that. I was worried about uh, uh, Greg Greg which is very he lived very close to Shreveport Louisiana okay. so uh, if, when they first started predicting that thing they were talking that big winds and rain was going to come over into East Texas. But I, I think, like Kevin said, it's, it's pretty defined in its movement. I'm sure they'll get some rain. Hey, take a second to talk about Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Love talking about Warren Remy and Spider-Man, Pest Control. So many things uh, that they do. Um, and the, the philosophy is they're going to come to your home. They're going to uh, take a look and see what's causing the, uh, the situation. 
So let's say you've got roaches and you don't want them. And like Jerry, who's palled, who's made friends with the roaches and just accepted <laughs> them, like horse herb, but different. Um, and they're going to see, okay, where are they coming in? They're going to do uh, things to kill them inside the home and protect your home. And then see if they can do things outside to keep them from coming back. And that's their philosophy on, on just about everything. So you're getting... Uh, a full treatment, not just treating and killing, and then two months later they're back because they didn't figure out where they were coming from. So if you like that philosophy, if you're looking for a new pest control person, give Spider-Man a call. Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. And be especially careful not to forget about the termites. Yeah. yeah. You, you can you can go five, six years, seven years, and not have you think you don't have any problems, and then suddenly you... You got yeah. a problem, so it's worthwhile to get a, some kind of inspection. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, every year, or every two years, or at least you know, confer with uh, Spider Man and see what they recommend in terms of uh, an inspection. Yeah. We we got a very nice house in our neighborhood that uh, had uh, it's got. They found out they have ter- termites. Oh yeah, and uh, really. Kind of changes the whole. Takes a lot of money, yeah, it a does. lot of uh, resources to yeah. fix that back. So I, I know mean. Forrest Appleton had them uh, several years ago, and uh, and Forrest is pretty up to date on things. Yeah, and uh, a picture fell off the the wall. Oh, and when they when they looked, they were behind the they were the huh. wall was gone behind the the pictures. Hmm. And they had to take out a whole wall. The termites had, had damaged it. So he and that's something that you wouldn't have seen, wouldn't have seen, wouldn't uh, have seen. Uh. So if you're uh, this concerns you, give Spider-Man a call. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or if you didn't get that num- number, remember to go online to GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on? I want to talk about uh, bougainvilleas. Okay. We get a lot of questions on uh, people buy beautiful bougainvilleas in the nursery. Right. And uh, they take them home, and when they go out of bloom, they can't get them to come back into bloom. So uh, we want to talk about a few things. I've... uh, Got a link on uh, plantanswers.com to our our bougainvillea write-up done by Phil and Gene Hovey, both of whom are... I've even got a picture of them together with bougainvillea. Yeah, they were very expert. Oh, they were good at that. Uh, They had uh, Hovey Nursery out on uh, South Florida, I think it was. But outside the, just outside the Loop 1604. But uh, I know a lot of people used to go out there. And uh, if you go to plantanswers.com, uh, on the uh, topics of the month, I've got a link, a red link, uh, to that, uh, to growing bougainvillea that uh, I'm, I, I don't know if Phil wrote this for me or whether I interviewed and got him, got the, this. Uh, I used to do uh, TV out there and everything else, and he talks about fertilization, 
Um, you know, Phil said, uh, these vines are heavy feeders and respond best to constant feeding with one-half strength water-soluble, i.e. Peterson, Peterson, <laughs> Peterson 20, 20, 20. He said XL 21, 5, 20. Miracle Grow or Rapid Grow, which I think is off the market now. No? <laughs> I knew I knew he quit eating that watermelon if I said rapid growth. But anyway, uh, with the light and constant feeding, the plants will bloom at least eleven months of the year. That's what Phil said. Straight hibiscus food has also been very success a very successful fertilizer. These plants are salt tolerant, so constant fertilization will not create a problem. I think I think Phil must have written this. Uh, uh, Neil says, Neil Perry says, uh, he gets that question a lot too. Uh, to He says, to promote uh, flowering of bougainvillea, there are several rules to success. First rule, number one, plant, uh, grow it in full sun. I think a lot of people mess up doing that because they get a hanging basket and they put it on their patio with a cover on it mm -hmm. to watch it bloom and so it doesn't sort get Sort of full sun, sun they'll yeah. say, and then they think about it. Well, I guess that isn't full sun. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, uh, who was our... Master Gardener that uh, tested the fertilizer. And Warren Short. Warren Short. Now, every time I'd go over to Warren Short's house uh, to look at his bougainvilleas, he'd have them in the front yard hanging on a tree lamp uh, that kind of bent over um. there. Perfect, perfect hanging in the front yard. So, uh, <laughs> and they were in the shade. And he had racks, but yeah, he, he, as you well know, he had racks in the backyard yeah, in full sun all the way around his fence. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what he did. Yeah. He was fooling me. It was just like the people that do the, the ferns <laughs> in the bathroom. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they have to grow, be grown in full sun. Plant in well-draining, porous potting soil. They don't do well in waterlogged soil. Uh, they uh, growing bougainvilleas in containers. I saw somebody loading a whiskey barrel up when I when I drove oh, wow. up a half whiskey barrel, and they were being helped get that in their car. Uh, it says it's a, a better idea to grow them in pots or containers. Not only does it make them portable for protection from the winter freezes. But it also allows you to keep them root-bound. Yeah, they're amazingly tolerant of uh, being root-bound root in small, yeah. small containers, which uh, makes them real desirable for the patio. Restricting their root room keeps the plants from producing new shoots at the expense of flowers. And to see, that's what happens when you put them in the ground. Yep. Uh, people say... Are you... They don't bloom, but they have... Uh, 
Well, vicious they, roots. I yeah, mean, well, vicious shoots. When, when they go out of bloom, uh, too many folks that are newly planting them, they think, well, I better pot it up, give it more space. Well, <laughs> it's a perpetual thing. They'll keep using more space and using more space for foliage yeah. rather than flowers. And uh, we've had a we've had a couple of mild winters, and uh, <laughs> those bougainvilleas are so pretty when they're blooming in the winter. And they were on a, on a fence, uh, a wooden fence, over the top of a wooden fence. Uh, that I drive by every day. And uh, I was about ready after two, two mild winters in a row, I was about ready to start recommending bougainvilleas uh, in the ground. We uh, we always used to say never plant it in the ground. Yeah, because... But, I mean, during those mild, after those mild winters, the ones in the ground were blooming mm-hmm. and looking good. I would never forget there was a, a purple one. I mean, this dark purple over Stone Oak at the uh, entrance to uh, the subdivision over there. And it was killer. But uh, then that uh, winter that we expect here came along and it killed the one on the fence that I drove by every day. Gone. Yeah. Robert Pointy, you know, the Saws yeah. executive director president he he did the same thing he grew a lot of them on in the ground and he had a run of good luck like that and they're very attractive and then of course then he ran into the same thing with the the normal one out of three years kind of winter <laughs> that came out one out of four years yeah neil says uh in my experience bougainvilleas tend to flower when they come out of dormant periods uh, that happens when weather warms up in the spring. I've noticed that. But it also happens when temperatures start to cool just a bit in the fall. So a lot of uh, a lot of varieties will main, mainly bloom in the uh, kind of early spring and then again in the fall. They don't last long, though, once you get to 40 degrees yeah. or, or below. Now, when I... Uh, when I uh, ventured into uh, Mexico that time, what, what the thing that caught my eye, even from the air, were bougainvilleas over the tops of houses in solid, full bloom. Which uh, must have looked gorgeous. You couldn't see the house. Wow. The different, and they had different colors. Uh, and I was told then, they said, uh, you came at the right time. Because you came at at the uh, wet season. They they have dry seasons. I guess it was in the winter. And then they have uh, the wet seasons. And the bougainvilleas will go dormant kind of in the dry periods. But uh, when the rains come, they bloom. Hmm. And that's a, that's a little different than here because one of the way, reasons that People have trouble getting them to bloom as they overwater them. Yeah. We always recommend to let let the plant dry out or the bougainvillea soil dry out before you water it. You, uh, it's a kiss of death if you uh, keep keep the soil moist on a bougainvillea. It needs to be dry out in between waterings. Uh, they uh, and there's also a a varietal 
deal. Trace, so I was going to ask Trace. I don't, I don't think nurseries buy them or label them as varieties. Not, not like they used to. I mean, they but a uh, field did. Yeah, field bought them as varieties. You know, the I, I list the uh, different colors of the different varieties, but I, uh, I've, I've also dabbled around with. Uh, yeah. Doing a variety test on uh-huh. bougainvilleas to see uh-huh. which ones bloom the most. They, they've, I had that same experience of the the huge blooming plants in uh, South Africa. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, and the the one thing that was kind of a they were attractive, but the one thing that was common was the complaint very hard to manage. And that you know, with the the the, th- the uh, thorns and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, some you, of them have thorns. Yeah, if you were. Uh, if you were into manicured landscape, uh, <laughs> you, that bougainvillea was not your... Like I said, these were over yeah. the house yeah. in, in Mazalan. And uh, in this write-up, uh, Phil List, I made him list his favorite variety. And they're they're listed in there. Uh, the one I saw must have been Royal Purple. The most striking purple flowers on the market. Easy bloomer. That's probably the one I saw. Maybe so, yeah. There was one in uh, Alta Vista, too, down the street from us where that was just... It was in the ground? It was in the ground. It was huge. It was uh, <laughs> seven, eight feet and all weeping over. Yeah. And, and it was that, that maybe a similar purple, but the, it was a showstopper. That purple oh, was... Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's a bright purple. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, also Phil gives uh, uh, gave some uh, growing into container tips. Uh, again, what you can write, read on that write-up, they're uh, available uh, on Plant Answers, but uh, link to the front page uh, under Growing Bougainvilleas. Let's take a break while we do. Give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons looking for eggplant uh, growers out there to talk about your experience so far this season. 210-308-8867. And if you're getting a little rain, call us. I see some spotty showers around town. <laughs> on the radar, so uh, give us a call and do us some bragging. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Here's the big news. The fall tomatoes are here. It's not too early to plant, but to have the most success, you need to plant varieties that are recommended for this area that are time-tested. And Millburgers has those varieties because they want you to have the most success with your fall tomatoes. These include varieties like Celebrity or this year's Rodeo Tomato, HM8849, or the Texas Superstar Tomatoes, which include Tycoon and Dwarf Cherry Surprise. They're just $1.99 in the 4.5-inch pot. Another Texas superstar Millburgers is featuring this week is the Penta. They're highly heat and pest tolerant, low maintenance, a bloomer that comes in assorted colors. They attract hummingbirds and butterflies, and they're on a great sale price for three eighty eight in the one-gallon container. This week you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise. You see it blooming all around town? Come get it at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. In campaigning for president, Joe Biden faces a difficult dilemma. If he moves left to placate his party's increasingly socialistic base, he'll lose the moderate support he needs to challenge Donald Trump. But if he runs as a compromising centrist, enraged party progressives will block his nomination. The problem is that satisfying progressives require such radical positions like racial reparations, forgiving student loans and banning private health insurance that middle of the road voters won't be reassured by an easygoing style. If the election becomes a referendum on a stridently leftist Democratic platform, Republicans should be able to build a big majority in opposition. I'm Michael Medved. Religious liberty is under attack. Alliance Defending Freedom is on the front lines of defense, fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundsanantonio.com. Surroundsanantonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's time to stand with Israel. Consider the lifelong impact of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, along with 9.30 a.m. The Answer on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to the 11th. This journey is more than a vacation because it'll guide you through centuries of faith and culture as you visit iconic places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your hosts will broadcast on-site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour where you can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to walk inside the Garden Tomb? Register today for the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to the 11th when you visit 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So yeah, if it's raining in your neck of the woods today, and I, if I look at radar, I see little spotty showers, so uh, give us a call. 
And, <laughs> we uh, can only hope. Yeah, give us a little bit of encouragement. 210-308-8867. I think my grass, I, I see some of my grass shriveling, you know, mm. out on the edges uh-huh. like it always does. So I, I, this rain this spring has spoiled me because I hadn't had the water. And uh, Timing has been great. Yeah. It's a little bit behind the averages, but it's... Uh, Is it really? Yeah, but it's been time. Timing uh, has been so good. That yeah. It has, the, my grass is not wilted. Yeah, my, my grass looks pretty good. And too. my uh, plumbago that I haven't watered in 20 years is uh, full bloom. Uh-huh. Full bloom. Now, I've had to water my zinnias and, of course, vegetable garden. They're, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty demanding. Anything, uh, you know, I love those t- real tall zinnias. Yeah. But when it's uh, 95 degrees... The transpiration off of a huge zinnia plant with all those fo- all those leaves is pretty pretty extensive. So you'll end up having to water them a couple times a week. Yeah, the, sh- the shorter ones are much more drought uh, drought. Uh, yeah, tolerant. Yeah, in Tennessee, uh, the first time I ever saw zinnia, uh, were growing the and pretty beautiful zinnia. Uh, they were taller. They were taller plants, um, four feet tall, five feet tall, or, or taller. Yeah. Wow. And they were growing in dust. But uh, now you know, in Tennessee, they they get tend to get rains uh-huh. almost weekly. Yeah. Well, I know they. And this guy didn't water. Yeah. In my landscape, they few. Uh, you know they'll reseed. You got a p- pile of uh, compost. Yeah. And around the edges, they they yeah. reseeded and uh, and in the vegetable garden, um, <laughs> you know where where a few of them grew last year, they'll be they'll come back in the in the next year. Yeah, they're they're an interesting, amazing plant. They look like they should be more drought tolerant than they are. Yeah. Uh, they just. Are, are skillful at finding sp- places where they can uh, yeah. take advantage. This guy would never water. I mean, even after he planted, mm-hmm. he just waited for the rains in Tennessee. Which but is anyway. about that's a, what that's fifty plus inches of in yeah, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been on the south side to look in the pecan trees, but uh, I wonder if the webworms are showing up late. Yeah. I'm have getting, you had any? I, I haven't seen any, not a one, but I've gotten reports, but I haven't seen any in my neighborhood. Oh, you've gotten reports at the webworm thing? Yeah, I get the, uh, I've gotten inquiries, you know, questions, uh, what, what can we do for the webworms? And, of course, that that's a pretty frustrating issue now. Uh, the, old, the, the best answer is usually the, the bamboo yeah. stake or uh, tall bamboo pole and just rip the... The nests open and then uh, watch the wasps go in there and pull them out. Yeah. Uh, when you first see the webs, uh, that's when you want to do it. Uh, then you can use, a, when they're small, you can use a uh, pole pruner to clip off the branch and let the web fall to the ground. Uh and said, "Put the put the webs in the trash." But if they are larger webs, 
you just pull the use the pole pruner to pull them or pull, pull them apart like you said birds uh, birds will help you harvest the larvae and wasp yeah the wasp always amazes me you know i kind of poo-pooed the wasp idea then <laughs> how many it was malcolm and other yeah of our master gardeners that said it really works and, <laughs> boy you can you, you can do that with the pole and within hours you'll see this oh this whole line of wasps coming to take their yeah to pull. i had some on a mulberry and i pulled a nest apart and it was in within 15 minutes yeah huh? The other the thing, if you pull the web apart, you can really seriously pull it apart. They uh, don't fare too well in the weather. Yeah, that's right, exposed to the yeah, sun. They, yeah. de- they desiccate or dry out. Yeah, that's right. They just, uh, just but, but those wasps don't give them a chance to dry out. <laughs> I think they like them fresh and wiggly, Milton. <laughs> uh, but anyway, to break that web open. Yeah, there's, it's not practical much anymore, especially in an urban neighborhood, to try to spray yeah. up there, way up there in a pecan tree. Your that neighbors is. get nervous. Spraying is not an efficient option. It's difficult to get the sprays into the water-repelling webs. Uh, plus, it takes the power equipment to reach high into the trees, uh, like they are on the, on the south side and some trees. Uh, if you do spray, uh, you want to spray just on the outside of the web where they're in, encasing or, or or feeding on new foliage. Yeah. Because the, the BT is the best product because you're going to get it all over you. Uh, I mean, so you want something that's relatively safe. And uh, you've got to get it on the foliage that they're getting ready to eat because the BT, Bacillus thuringiensis, has to be ingested. Yeah, it doesn't do you any good to spray the web with uh, no. with even most insecticides, but with BT especially because uh, the web is protects the caterpillars right. that are inside. And they can, they can swim in BT solution <laughs> and not kill them. So they've got to ingest it. And I I was reading this in Neil Sperry's write-up, and I was shocked. Do not ever attempt to burn the webs out of the tree. He must he must not have seen my TV program. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking somebody (laughs) somebody in our media in the years past (laughs) tried to do that. I knew that would be spectacular. Uh, and I, I, I figured, you know, if it burns, it leads leads here. Uh, they jerked me out of trees to go to a burning house. Oh, so you figure, okay, well, yeah. So I said, gonna well, I give them a little fire. burning. No uh, pun intended. This is extremely dangerous. Neil, serious injuries have resulted from people attempting to do so. And I'll agree with that because <laughs> what I did, I tied a, a rag on a yeah. cane pole. And uh, I might have, might have put a little starter fluid on it uh, to, to give, me, give me a flame. What could go wrong? And, <laughs> and everything was going great. I was over there burning the hell out of those webs and everything else. And then 
that piece of fire burnt through my cane. Yeah. It burnt the cane and broke off and then came back to hit me. Ah. It's lucky it didn't hit me. Well, and it's lucky, lucky he didn't have much hair. <laughs> well, that may have been what happened to my hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I quickly learned when you're doing it on TV, you got a minute 30 to do. So you light it immediately when you start doing your show. Uh, I thought he was going to say you, that. You only got about a minute uh, 30 to... Well, that cane burns through. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to say he learned a general lesson that that kind of fire solution is, is generally not advised. Oh no! Well, and you've you've also you've also uh, heard the horror <laughs> stories on folks that have used the fire for uh, what's the big gra- uh, pampas pampas grass? Pampas grass. Oh, pampas. Pampas, pampas grass. grass. Oh. Yeah. I wanted to do that. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't. I wanted to burn a Christmas tree Yeah, to, to show. show how fast they, they burn. I think they actually do that now. They do that now. Yeah, see? but you were an innovator. They took my idea. Yeah, sorry. Well, but okay. I, I was going to put some uh, Yeah, it's a little different with, starter a, fluid. with a, a, volun- a fire... <laughs> <laughs> Fireman and his crew doing it compared to yeah, Jerry. Jerry. Probably so. Jerry and his cameraman. Know. I don't know what difference it would make. Wade is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Wade. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Very good, sir. How are you? Good. What's going on? Out on Highway 725 in New Braunfels toward McQueenie, there are a few family uh, pecan orchards. And out there... We use a wrist rocket to get the hole in the web, which are 40 feet up in the air, better known as a slingshot. All right. And once, and once that hole gets in there, like you, you guys said, that's lost. That's their entryway. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how, quick, how quickly they find them? It is amazing. You're right. Yes, sir. What, what find did that you, hole. What did you use for the... The uh, arm armament. I mean, it wasn't a rock. Did you just use a rock or what? Uh, I used rocks on the ground that were uh, from the river that were kind of uh, smooth and round that I could get a good projectile with. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you have to practice before you, or did you practice on the on the web? I've been using I've been using a wrist rocket ever since I was in elementary school. Okay, there you go. And, and uh, how, use, how many uh, how many windows do you have notched someplace? <laughs> well, uh, that was in elementary school, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I use bamboo uh, cane poles also to poke holes in them, too. Okay. You never have tried to burn them out, huh? No, not yet. That sounds uh, oh. pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably uh, best. It makes a show. I bet you could collect a bunch of them, make a wig. There you go. <laughs> I, I never will forget my. Uh, I was doing the webworm show, and uh, of course, I you had the webworms are small. I mean, the the web itself is big. So I told the. Uh, I I got on the opposite side of the the web, the big bunch of web that we were looking at from the camera and the camera uh, shot through to get my face with the webworms oh, okay. it looked like they were crawling all over my face <laughs> you could see them 
And my mother saw that, and she she explained to me I was not to put my head in that nest again. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but it made the point. Well, thanks, Wade. Thanks a lot, guys. You too. Take care, Izzy. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I wonder if Wade is from originally from East Texas. No, oh, okay. they're, they're big slingshot people over there. Oh, okay. And uh, I saw a deal on uh, uh, Texas Hill Country, our reporter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they were showing a, a slingshot expert. And, I mean, he would throw targets in there. Wow. And everything. He was an expert with that slingshot. That's pretty cool. So uh, he's in East Texas. You didn't. But anyway. Uh, that's interesting. I've never heard of that, doing it with a slingshot. Hey, you got to be pretty good to hit those nests that high. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder to uh, that's why I asked what he was using as a projectile. Because, yeah. Because you need to rip. Can't be just a little teeny hole. You need the more the more you can rip open, the, yeah. the easier it is for the birds and the wasps. I guess his rock size hole is big enough. And if you do a couple I, I, of them, yeah, if you, I guess you're a, a good shot, uh, and you get them small too. Uh, that'll work, I, I guess. But I'm thinking of these four foot, five foot uh, webs. That, yeah, that'd right. Be tough to open up. Slingshot gardening today on yeah. Burgers Garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we gotta take a break because we gotta get caught up with the news and everything. And we come back, we'll uh, answer some more questions from here. We got Rob, who's gonna talk to us about the gardening volunteers of South Texas event tomorrow. That'll be good. And we all take more of your questions. Tell us where it's raining around town. Just give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, we've got our Fredericksburg peaches out front of the yeah. nursery. So if you're uh, Looking for a sweet treat from Fredericksburg? Come on out and uh, and uh, buy yourself uh, some Fredericksburg peaches right out here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866 308 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Rob, you want to come on up? Come on up, uh, or either way. Okay, Rob's going to come up and tell us about uh, an event that's happening here tomorrow at Mill Burgers. And uh, I'll get everything settled for him. But yeah, so tomorrow we've got a big event in the morning from 9.30 to 12.30. And uh, gardening volunteers of South Texas will be here. Where did Rob go? Rob, he's, Rob has stopped in the middle. All right, so uh, 210-308-8867. George, hang on. We're going to have an answer to all your questions in just a second. All right, here you go, Rob. You're going right here. You're going to take that mic and tell us you're preparing for something today for something tomorrow, right? 
Yes, that's what we're here for, and uh, I'm kind of meeting with some of the Millburger staff right now to put some finishing touches on it. Okay, and what is it? Um, we're going to move the gardening volunteers, gardening essentials class that we hold on the third Monday of the month. Mm-hmm. It's coming to Millburgers. Yay! It's a big field trip, and we're going to have some fun. We've been planning this actually since we were here for Top Tomato. Okay, good. That's when I got with Claudette and Mary and Trace and said, what if? Come on. Yeah. And uh, David was down below giving a talk, and I got pictures of him. That's why we got some of the pictures. So we've all been planning this, and it's not just a class because you got to remember, this is open to the public. Yeah. This is not GVST's monthly meeting. This is a separate class. We do the meeting separate. So we wanted to advertise and help push Charles and Mills Burgers. Okay. Ever since GVST started, he has been behind them, as he is behind every other organization, project you've got going on. Uh-huh. We all come in here promoting ourselves or a SALS project. Well, this go around is to come in. Let's promote Millburgers and Charles and try to say okay. thank you a little bit. Cool. I can't do it with money because everybody knows I'm 15 cents short of having a nickel in my pocket. <laughs> but let, there is a, been a big influx. We've all noticed it in the green industry of new people mm-hmm. in this town, new gardeners. Yeah. And they're looking for the info. Well, these are the people we go to, that we learn from. Claudette is my turf grass person. Somebody wants to get turf grass, that's who I send them to. She built she this garden, and she's going to tell people, I made some mistakes. Yeah, about the butterfly garden. <laughs> so Absolutely. why not bring them to the experts we turn to? They know what products are out there. I come in to see them what's new out here. Trey shows me. So, again, this is more of a give back, but let's celebrate. Let's get everybody out here. We're going to start a little earlier. I've heard it gets hot nowadays. Yeah. So it is start time at 930. We'll start registering people at 9. First come, first serve on the seats down okay. there. But we'll try to accommodate everybody. Yeah, they'll, they'll make room. Uh, Mark Peterson, I could show it to you. It's right over there. Has given me a special little present for the first 24 people, an early bird special. Oh, wow. The big draw, yes. Trace right away when we were working this out said, you're going to get a coupon to do $10 off and do some shopping. Yeah, well, so it'll be fun. Keep in mind, you're not going to get that till at the end of the class. We're not going to pass those out right away because all of a sudden we're going to have five people following yeah, us around. Everybody else will be shopping. Yeah. I, I, I know how people think. David Rodriguez, I got with him. He's going to give Master Gardeners two CEUs okay. if they attend. So a lot of the community is behind this and believes in it because they all agree with me, my mantra. We're all in this together. Yep. And Saws, Saws giving Saws is... Also giving to, get that, two Saws Reward Points. Number two. Mark Peterson is supposed to pop in and also announce a little something that I've got it copied down just in case he can't make it by, that he wants us to make a point of telling people something to remind them. Okay. And that's still going on. So, yes, it's a combination of quite a few of us putting this on. It's It's going to be a whole lot of fun. The, it is. Yeah, and so tomorrow's beginning at 9.30. Yes. Going to 12.30. Yes. Uh, with tours of the nursery, uh, butterfly garden a demonstration, and kind of, cla- uh, not a class, but we're going to talk about, you know, what went well, what, what we learned from, things like that. They're going to emphasize the, the turf grass samples. Turf grass, there. yeah. There's a whole the lane of uh, and also lots of what, feet. Also what they did landscape-wise and why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So here, again, it's going to be some hands-on stuff they're going to show and do. And we're also going to have yeah. this in the mill. And Jerry is sponsoring it. He just doesn't know. No. Oh. There's going to be one other unadvertised special surprise tomorrow. Oh, man. Uh-oh. And it's not a plant for once. I'm going to show up and be naked. <laughs> All right. Well, that is not the surprise. <laughs> that will, would be a surprise. I will try to help <laughs> keep that from happening. Yes, Rob, please. So, it, please. It says, <laughs> it says uh, we will have a drawing for a few other special door prizes. Yes. Because after we get through talking with Claudette up here and that, we are going to drift back down to the amphitheater because that's where the door prizes are. That's where you're going to get your coupons. Uh, that's one thing we're verifying inside yeah. in the office in a few minutes with Stacy. Trace and I are double-checking a few things. We got the bottled water. How much of this is a community effort? Nancy got with Trinity Glen Rose Water District. They donated the water bottle. Oh, really? Cool. Oh, good. So, again, this is a community effort celebrating. Let's be smart. Let's learn. Yep. And let's all get in this and have some fun in the process. There all right. you go. Cool. Thanks, Rob. And if you leave empty-handed, that's because you didn't make the class. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com for more details or GardeningVolunteers.org. It's right. on both websites. Again, a community effort. Uh, there's also, you might have to park in the back. There's ample parking yeah. in the rear, too. So just some of the things might be first come, first serve. We'll start registering around 9. Cool. And, uh, and it's, of course, here at Mill Burgers, 1604 on Bullforty Road, starting tomorrow at 9. Rob, thanks so much, man. Thanks for coming in. Oh, we're going to have fun. Milton, you you should come by. Yeah, I'll try to. And But remember, <laughs> this is like kind of the Master Gardener's class. You don't You'd have to get up at 9 a.m. That's okay. I'm up by then. I just, just, uh, like, just like the Master Gardener's, you don't get your certificate to okay. complete the whole class. That's okay. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Not to throw you under the bus. No, Rob. nothing no. like You wouldn't and do that. And thank you to K-Loop. And y'all for helping sponsor it. Yeah, thanks. I just printed up 300 more. Y'all know that little card that we give out that promotes plantanswers.com and the radio show and Millburgers and GBST. Thank you. We just printed up 300 more of those that are going to be around. So, no. Perfect. Without y'all helping promote it, a lot mm-hmm. of these things don't happen either. No, so it's... This is, again, a group effort that has been fun putting together, and we're going to have some fun tomorrow. Yay. Good deal. Thank All you, right, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So for more information, gardeningvolunteers.org, and Rob is right, it's going to be a lot of fun, or millburgernursery.com. George has been so patient, he's on the line, got a couple questions. George, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, thank you. I'm doing fine. Um, yeah, I just have a few questions. Um, so I'm redecorating my, my front lawn, and I, I want to use Riverwalk as a, Riverwalk as a, um, as a medium. And I've got I've got Texas uh, superstars decorating my yard right now, and I'm wondering is it okay to to use Riverwalk as a mulch, or should I use an organic mulch around the base and then surround that with Riverwalk, or is it okay just to cover the whole thing with Riverwalk? Uh, let's see. You're, what, what are you asking? What's best, organic mulch well, or Riverwalk? Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I want to use Riverwalk to decorate the yard because I, I took advantage of the saws. Uh, program where you purchase plants, yeah. and um, right now I'm, I'm just not able to get to to working on the yard. And I want to decorate with river rock, but what I'm wondering is, should I surround the plants that I have planted with 
uh, mulch, like organic mulch, and then surround that with the rock, or is it okay to put the rock around the uh, base of a fence? Well, you can put it around the, around the plant. Yeah, Some okay. of the, the ones that are most attractive I've seen are that have the river rock, not not the whole landscape. They have the river rock like in low spots, like a mm-hmm. like a stream would run through there, and then they have regular mulch, uh, uh, a shredded brush or uh, cedar or something else in in other mm-hmm. areas too. Kind of uh, di- you know different. Uh, islands of d- different mulch looks good, but there are, but it works. Rock, I mean, rock works as a mulch too. Uh, oh, okay, but it's a little. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming. Depends on what your design is. Yeah, well, it's not a, it's not the entire yard, but it's it is portions of it. Yeah, and it's about like five. Well, you can, the ball, the good news, the good news is you can, you do come up with your original design, and then if you uh, usually we modify you modify a little bit or you can change it if it doesn't work the way you want yeah. uh, now you'll still have you still have weeds growing your uh, your river rock mulch yeah maybe yeah it depends on how deep it is maybe not as many as you would in a uh, three inches of uh, cedar or something but you'd still you'll still have some weeds to deal with Terry oh, you got okay. anything else you can think no of? you got it. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so also, both both will work. Both will work yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, I was just concerned that maybe the river rock around the base would damage the plant, or somehow, you know, maybe compact the dirt where the where it would damage no. it. But yeah. no, okay. I don't think it will. No. Okay. Well, um, my my last question here is: on a, I have a pomegranate tree in the front that is growing a bit out of control, and I understand <laughs> that it's okay to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like it flowers beautifully, but I, I don't get a lot of yield in pomegranates, but that, that, that's probably a separate question. Um, but my question is that, is it, is it, when, when's it okay to trim that tree? Well, it, yeah, it's, it's basically a tree now. It's about 15 feet we, tall now. Yeah, we prune ours in the, in the winter while the plant is dormant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the way we prune, I don't think it hurts to prune it any time. Yeah, we've pruned oh, really? a couple of hours right to the ground and yeah. when it was convenient because we were activity, they were in the way yeah. of activities. And uh, they came back beautifully. Oh, yeah, but what you, what you want to do in your pruning is try to open the center, open the okay. center of it a little bit. And that, that means cutting, uh, removing all those sucker sprouts or whatever you want to call yeah. them, sprouts that grow upright in mm-hmm. the middle of mm-hmm. the tree. You're going to have a plan to, to remove 8 or 12 of the oldest stems every year or every two years. There's some yeah. the gardeners that do it that way, too. What oh, okay. uh, what variety do you have? Do you know? I don't know. I, I recently moved here, and it was there. It was maybe like 10 feet two years ago, and it's 15 feet now. Um, oh, I love the flowers. But okay, it was it was, pla- it was already it was already planted when you moved uh, in. Yes, yes. Probably, and, and I'm uh, new to the. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, but have, have you had any pomegranates on it? You know, like like I said, it flowers beautifully. Um, but yeah, I get maybe five 
<laughs> pomegranate, like really five pretty good size ones. And then when they sure. get around to the size where I want to pluck them, like they, they get surrounded by these bugs, and so I just leave them alone. And 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 the weird thing is, is that I, I'm wondering if squirrels or birds get them because <laughs> from one day from one day to the next they disappear, or, or maybe even yeah. neighbor, oh, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Squirrels <laughs> eat them. Now we've got they the, do. in our neighborhood we've got a lot of deer, and the deer don't eat the pomegranates, so the pomegranates have na- naturalized. But yeah. uh, but a lot of them are in kind of in the shade under deciduous trees and mm. so we get blooms just like you're describing but we never yeah a lot of those don't don't have fruit yeah you probably mm. have the one called wonderful is that it wonderful <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i love that name wonderful mm-hmm. yeah uh, but any, any and that's the most widely grown pomegranate uh in the world i guess because uh mm. that, that's the ones that are grown in uh California, okay. but uh, but Millburgers and uh, we've we've been testing pomegranates, and there are some that are better than wonderful, mm. but uh, that uh, they're from uh, all over the world, I guess, and yeah. the uh, uh, but they they have different the the fruit colors are different and. Uh, uh, but the problem we've been having with the pomegranates is two things. Sunburn, sunburn is one of the problems on the fruit. And the yeah. other problem is when you harvest the fruit uh, and break it and cut it open to eat, uh-huh. uh, there's a fungus in there, a mold mm, okay. that uh, messes it up and there. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Larry Stein, our fruit fruit and nut specialist, uh, they're they're looking at ways to try to see if there's a varietal difference in that uh, occurrence, or yeah. see uh, see exactly what they do now on the sunburn of the fruit. Uh, Larry tried uh, uh, whitewash. That's what they were recommended in uh, in California or somewhere. Uh, put whitewash on the fruit, hmm. and uh, he said that didn't work. So so ugly. Yeah. Well, well, you know. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's the two problems we're having with. Uh, okay. Now the deer, the the, I think in our little planting there at uh, uh, Uvalde, uh, I think the I think the deer will nibble on the foliage. Hmm. Of yeah. different some varieties, so uh, they're, they're not all resistant, and uh, I th- I think birds can get the fruit. Birds can yeah. damage the fruit. Yeah, and you're you're right. You mentioned squirrels. They yeah, squirrels they get at too. it too. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes I'll find remnants on the ground, and sometimes they're just completely gone. Uh, either right. way, I'm okay with it. I, I really, I really enjoy the flowers in the spring, so I, I'm, oh, I want to keep yeah. the tree. It's spectacular. Um, it's pretty booming. Yeah. Cool. Was there one more question? Down. Well, actually, I, I did, and it was regarding the gardener's master's class. Uh, so I'm not able to attend the classes because of uh, work conflicts. So I'm wondering, uh, and, and right now, like I'm, I'm actually, you know, I, I moved to San Antonio a couple years ago, and I'm really trying to get a hold on the the garden scene here. And so I've got a lot of books in the library from the library, 
and this class sounds like it has resources that I may not have that may not be available at a public library and I'm wondering can someone like me who's not able to go to the classes um, get their hands on those resources are you guys aware uh, of that? Which, which class are you talking about? The Master Gardener class. Guadalupe yeah. or Guadalupe. Bear County? Guadalupe. Yeah, Guadalupe. yeah they, they meet at different times. Uh, this one's on Tuesday. I don't know, I don't know when uh, the Bear County bunch is meeting. Mm. Go to, go, go to that. Uh, yeah. which, Calvin's reaching for his information. You could uh, make, make contact with the coordinator and uh, see... And just keep dropping an email. Uh, they might. You can discuss that with them, and then maybe they can make uh, some of the information available. Karen Ulrich, two ten, four two two, one five nine four. And this is for the Guadalupe County Master Gardeners, and yeah. they're 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 scheduled their class for July thirty to November nineteenth. And yeah, then, okay. of course, Bear County will be scheduling a class, and uh, Comal County, Gonzales, they all have us uh, classes that'll be uh, taught this fall. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. I'll check out the. I'll okay. Check out good the luck. Website. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, George. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Here's the big news. The fall tomatoes are here. It's not too early to plant, but to have the most success, you need to plant varieties that are recommended for this area that are time-tested. And Millburgers has those varieties because they want you to have the most success with your fall tomatoes. These include varieties like Celebrity or this year's Rodeo Tomato, HM8849, or the Texas Superstar Tomatoes, which include Tycoon and Dwarf Cherry Surprise. They're just $1.99 in the four and a half inch pot. Another Texas Superstar Millburgers is featuring this week is the Penta. They're highly heat and pest tolerant, low maintenance, a bloomer that comes in assorted colors. They attract hummingbirds and butterflies, and they're on a great sale price for $3.88 in the one gallon container. This week you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise. You see it blooming all around town? Come get it at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. In campaigning for president, Joe Biden faces a difficult dilemma. If he moves left to placate his party's increasingly socialistic base, he'll lose the moderate support he needs to challenge Donald Trump. But if he runs as a compromising centrist, enraged party progressives will block his nomination. The problem is that satisfying progressives require such radical positions like racial reparations, forgiving student loans and banning private health insurance that middle-of-the-road voters won't be reassured by an easygoing style. If the election becomes a referendum on a stridently leftist Democratic platform, Republicans should be able to build a big majority in opposition. I'm Michael Medved.
Religious liberty is under attack. Alliance Defending Freedom is on the front lines of defense, fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's only two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Visit us at lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. It's time to stand with Israel. Consider the lifelong impact of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, along with 9.30 a.m. The Answer on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to the 11th. This journey is more than a vacation because it'll guide you through centuries of faith and culture as you visit iconic places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your hosts will broadcast on site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour where you can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to walk inside the garden tomb? Register today for the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to the 11th. When you visit 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, if you've seen the rain uh, popping up, little storms around San Antonio, give us a call. The clouds look big and fluffy now. They look like they want to do something <laughs> here at the nursery, but it's still nice and bright and sunny. So I don't want to know about other people's rain. Oh, okay, if you're not getting That'd make it. me sad. Well, okay. That if I didn't get it. All right, then don't tell Jerry. Or if you want to make Jerry sad, <laughs> you can call yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. That that's my, <laughs> might be an alternate uh, reason to call in. Uh, hey. 210-308-8867. That guy that uh, just phoned in yeah. before we took the break, I want to make him aware 
of uh, a uh, talk that's going on on the weekend. Okay. Uh, August 1st, 2019. Uh, and the, the name of it is 2019 Backyard Basics Expo. Sounds familiar. Yeah. That's good, Calvin. Uh, and they'll have expert speakers, vendors, and much more. And uh, they'll have a lot of the topics that would be interested uh, that you you would be interested in here. Uh, it's going to be uh, held at the San Antonio Garden Center at 3310 North New Braunfels, uh, uh, right there at Funston. I don't know if they have Funston anymore. You know, they've made it part of the botanical garden. But anyway, 3310 North New Braunfels, right before you go into the gates, it used to be open at Fort Sam. And the cost is $20 participant. But for that $20, you get to hear topics such as attracting butterflies and hummingbirds, uh, backyard chickens, <laughs> benefits of compost and mulch, Wait a minute. Controlling diabetes through healthier food choices? They're always telling me about that. You should go to the class. <laughs> well, he's, gone. he's gone. He just ignores it. Oh, okay. But, but enchiladas are not on there, son. I don't know. You may be surprised. I, I do know. Okay. <laughs> they can make them healthy. <laughs> anyway, houseplants. They got to talk on houseplants. How to deal with city critters Mm -hmm. and uh, oak wilt and other tree issues, planting 101, landscape watering 101, rainwater harvesting. Man. Almost everything that you're going to, selecting and growing fall tomatoes. I bet David Rodriguez will be giving that. And... uh, they they break they break these up into uh, uh, different sessions. In other words, uh, you can can choose what you want to hear. They sent me a uh, uh, list of the speakers and the the, the uh, rooms. And look at the one that's going to be at nine ten. No, eight forty to nine ten. Attracting butterflies and hummingbirds to your garden is given by our own Dr. Calvin Fitch. What? Ah, that's why it's not so familiar. Do you remember <laughs> that, Calvin? Yeah. <laughs> and, it's a good thing you reminded him. I know it. Oh, and uh, first on the program, Calvin. Oh, man. 840. So you need to be there. Uh, got Lee, Lee Kellogg uh, talking about rainwater harvesting. Let's see where Rod, where Rodriguez is. He, uh, w- he wakes up later in the day. Yeah, so. Let's see. I don't see him. Oh, there he is. Selecting and Growing Fall Tomatoes uh, by David Rodriguez at 11.15. Think he can make that? I, I think so. Okay. Now, that's a Saturday. You know, he does radio on Saturday. Ah, yeah. I think he'll make it. He'll make it. But uh, they've got a lot of interesting topics uh, that, that that person would uh, uh, like to hear. 
Yeah, and you can kind of uh, the schedules arranged so that you can kind of pick and choose which are your favorite. You generally you can get all your favorites in there, but you got a lot lot of classes to choose from, just like and on some unusual topics like Jerry, that Jerry mentioned too. Uh oh, lots Uh-oh. of handouts. I'm re- I'm reading about Calvin, his his uh, speaker information. Mm-hmm. What's to say? A senior, oh. a senior. Area horticulture is retired. Okay. Did you know you were classified as a senior? I saw that. I'm not sure that means his age. I think it means he's been doing it a long time. Is that one and the same? He's experienced. (laughs) And even got Calvin's emails on there. So uh, this is kind of a new deal. I I guess they've had it a couple of years. But uh, they've had good attendance and good... uh, And we'll be... Mentioned it more on the show, and they've got a little. That's like, August first. I think they got little tables and exhibits and yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, people can get your questions answered too. Yeah, kind of a. Now, where do folks go if they want more info besides emailing Calvin? Uh, I email Calvin. Uh, <laughs> Extension uh, service. Uh, register online. You can register online at uh, AgriLife. AgriLifeRegister.tamu.edu slash Bear County. Well, uh, go to the Bear. Bear yeah, uh, just go to Bear County AgriLife. Yeah, just Google that and you'll, 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 you'll find a, a link there. All right, twenty dollars per t- participant. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good that's, that's a good price. All right, what's going on, Trace? Thanks. Welcome back to the porch. Well, it's nice to be back. What's, what's happening in your world? It's been busy today. Uh, it's been interesting. So uh, I'm, I'm digging this cloud cover and the breeze. So uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost it seems strange, but it almost seems like the humidity's dropped a bit, and that it shouldn't be with this cloud cover. But I can, gosh, this first thing this when we came today, it seemed seemed like it was stifling. Now it's not so bad. The, maybe it's that breeze you mentioned. I'll check on it for you. But yeah, so. Uh, well, did, were you going to talk about new varieties of tomatoes that you kind of got in? I think we jumped. Yeah, you did that. I did, okay. I, I did that last hour, but uh, I can go get my list again. That's okay. You, you can if you'd like. I mean, you talked about the ones that you had, but then well, that, I remember you said, I think I got distracted with some technical stuff. You uh-huh. said, and there were some interesting things. Oh, that, that was uh, there were some peppers that were going to be coming, oh, okay. coming in, okay. and we'll finally get some squash, uh, green beans. Also, uh Tomato cages. Um, I've seen some gardeners whose tomato cages, you know, they've had for like 12, 14 years. Uh, uh, Maybe time to replace some <laughs> tomato cages, uh, but they really got a great selection. I don't think you have the colors you had last year. I, I do. Do you? Yeah. yeah. There, there's some more. Oh, there's more there's in the more. back. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got all we got all those new citrus trees in, and we oh. have, to have a little space, so okay. uh, we try to leave a sample of each tomato cage out there, uh, just to have room for the all the lemons and limes and stuff yeah. we got in. So get your, uh, uh, you know, generally, I, I think Jerry and I advise uh, that pull those spring tomatoes. Uh, most of them have some spider mites if you look close, um, and generally you're probably going to have more symptoms of fungus and spider mites then you're going to have great production from those plants 
uh, but and get your either get your fall plants in as quick as you can or when you're ready uh, to get them in because uh, you can find the, the plants uh, here at Millburgers, all the recommended varieties. But uh, it's time to get them in. I hopefully we'll have the same crop that we had last year, but it won't get wiped out by a November 14th record freeze. Well, I, I wish I, I had a good answer to that, <laughs> and uh, there's no crystal ball. But the sooner you plant them, the more likely you're going to get good fall production. Yeah, we, we generally kind of look forward to making at least a Thanksgiving and quite often into the first week, second week of December. That That's kind of ideal. You really get... Uh, Everything you know, because the varieties we're, we're recommending are are uh, ones that uh, grow to full size quickly, and then they concentrate on maturing free fruit, so that we beat the freeze. Okay, cool. what else is going on? Well, I wanted to bring up the plant of the weekend. Okay, the plant of, of the, the weekend. weekend. So I've been asked. Oh, oh all right, music twice. Yeah. yeah. So I've been asked for years for this plant, and honestly, I can't think of a time that we've ever had it before. No. Uh, this is a Peter pepper, mm-hmm. and it is a, a good pepper plant, and it's an heirloom variety. So the uh, if you save your seeds, you should be able to uh, to uh, regenerate more next time. All right. And uh, it's kind of an interesting shaped pepper. It's uh, it's green and ripens red, and uh, it should be just a little bit hotter than uh, jalapeno. Okay, and it's six ninety nine. The one gallon, one gallon can. Yeah, and we have about thirty five left. But yeah, this was a. You can go online and see more about it. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I guess jalapenos. I think topped out at eight thousand Schofield units, and this one starts at ten thousand. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and uh, it'll have kind of like the uh, the. Um, Rio Grande Gold, it'll have all three colors on at one time. and Two colors. Well, it's two, but it's a, <laughs> it was talking online about yellow and red and the green. Oh, well, I I'm, imagine you could get the uh, variety. Uh, yeah, I imagine there's oh, you a think variety so? okay. that, but uh, we'll have two colors on this one. Cool. All righty. Well, you can uh, get that here at Mill Burgers. Where are you keeping them? They are right there in front of the coleus. Can you see that? Right in front of the yes. coleus, if you're looking on the radio. Hey, oh. they're... Uh, on the left-hand side, if you're like ready most pepper plants, are very attractive in terms of shape and do very well in containers. And uh, this one may uh, be something good to have on your patio because I'm, I think it would probably raise some questions and conversations and uh, interest. I expected that from this side. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. You don't notice how quiet I'm being. I know you're doing really well. <laughs> But if you go online, you can find out what those questions and conversations may be about. So uh, This is a non-circumcised uh, <laughs> I see. All right. Trace, what else is going on here at the nursery? Uh, well, we're getting we're getting ready for tomorrow. Okay. Big Saw that. Here's South Texas. Rob came and did a great job yep. uh, promoting it. Uh, trying to clear enough space, uh, make sure we got the parking, and we want to put our best foot forward. So, uh you know, we're inviting everybody out to uh, take advantage of that. And uh, Rob was talking about some interesting things that he's going to be giving yeah, away. Yeah, little surprises that we didn't know about. So and that's uh, good. Plus, that's we're going to be doing we're going to be doing a ten dollar in store gift certificate for, good for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That they get Thank at the you. end of the show. Well, that'd be perfect for your uh, a pepper. Yeah, get your it peppers. Would. Or, can, yeah, or, or uh, pepper. 
What do we say? Tomatoes. Four, four, five. Five tomatoes. Five to, uh, fall tomatoes. Um, lots of uh, lots of good things on sale. Oh, butterf- uh, ingredients for your own butterfly mm-hmm. garden. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got mist flower. We've got lots of zinnias. Porter weed. Porter weed. Yeah, those, look at those porter weed. They're, they're very attractive. Mine are, uh, are, are really getting attractive. The ones in the full sun especially are looking good. And um, milkweeds, we got uh, we got at least tropical. We got any there's other? A, well, there's a yellow, and then the traditional orange yellowy one. Uh-huh. There's both over there. I think the yellow, the one is called golden silk or silk gold or something like that. So it's uh, those two varieties, and they're blooming their little heads off. Yeah, we got some firecracker plant too. We got we? firecracker plant. We got firecracker fern. Yeah, I saw. Uh, they always talk about how uh, hummingbirds and butterflies love it. And I have never noticed that except this year. Uh, I, I moved mine out of container onto uh, the regular garden bed, and, and uh, for some reason the hummingbirds are really taking a, a liking to it. So that's hey, a good uh, one to consider. You want to hang with us? We'll talk to Larry. He's got some pepper questions and cutworm issues. Sure. All right, 210-308-8867. Larry's on the line. Larry, how can we help you today? Good afternoon, guys. Hey, uh, bell pepper variety unknown. I'm starting to have uh, what y'all, I guess, would call blossom end rot. I get the dark spot on the bottom of the right. pepper before it uh, gets big. Right. Cause that lack of water. Uh, uh, are they just the early peppers, the ones that set the early? No, they're actually. You know, I mean, it, it's 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 uh, in, indiscriminate. Uh, I'll have a four-inch pepper uh, perfect, and then next to it I'll have a two-inch pepper, and then I'll, I'll, I started checking them, and I'll have a black spot on the bottom, and so I've just started pulling them as soon as I see that. Yeah, did, they ain't good to... It's been going, been going on for about 30 days, and I, I did uh, drench with uh, Epsom salt water a couple weeks ago. How often should I do that? As often as you want to. Yeah, does it, does it make you feel good to do that? Uh. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's really, really no benefit to doing it. No benefit to doing that? No. Uh, right. Now, now, uh, are these in containers? No, they're in the ground. They're in the ground. It's a pretty. It's a pretty. They're in a bed. They're in a raised bed, but it's a pretty uh, hot. It's a. It's a. It's a pretty loose, uh, well-drained soil. Oh, good. But they are. They are mulch. Uh, you know they're they're, they're uh, how, how how long have they been in? Oh, several months. I mean, they're two foot oh, tall. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of times, especially at this time of the year, when it's hot, uh, the plant can't uptake water enough. Uptake okay. enough water on a regular basis, and uh, it'll cause blossom end rot down there. Now this spring, I don't, I don't know what the occurrence was, but uh, all of our tomato varieties that we're testing had blossom blossom in rot on the lower fruit on the first fruit. It's, that's why I asked you was it the first fruit, but uh, that was an environmental condition, and uh, the rest of the tomatoes are okay. Yeah, but uh, I, I think you're running into uh, hot weather problems, causing your plant not to uptake a 
a uh, steady uptake of, of water. Well, like, so uh, they, they, they nothing you can fall, do. They'll, they'll, grow out, they'll grow out of it then. Right, right. When the temperatures cool it. off, if All you right. keep the plants moist, not wet, not dry, uh, you won't have that. Okay, but it, it, it's plan, yeah, it's uh, plan, like Jerry says. There's nothing wrong you're doing. Okay, Do what? I planted some planted some squash last weekend and uh, got a few to germinate. Uh, but how do I keep the blasted cutworms off of them? I don't and I, I don't even know what a cutworm looks like. All I know is I go out and uh, there's a little stalk there. One day there's a two or three leaves. The next day there, there's just a stem. Yeah, that sounds that, like a, a cutworm. Yeah, well, no. what, does the cutworm live in the ground? Yeah, yeah, cutworms, cutworms do. Now, I used uh, th- this spring, or when, or when was it last fall, I had a lot of trouble with cutworms. What I used to do is just uh, spray with seven. Yeah, seven at the base of where I was of the row where I was planting. And that helped give them a start. There's, and there's little uh, people p- put little uh, cups around cups them. around them and yeah. you know, to give them a chance. And that will, and that, and that, will deter, uh, that will deter the cutworms. They, they won't climb over the right. Take a, right, right. Take a dig, take a so if I'm plant, if I'm planting two or three seeds in a in a hill and I'm putting them a couple inches apart, if I get a Dixie cup and cut the top there out you go. or something. And, and and and, bear, and how how tall should the cup be sticking out of the ground? Three inches, maybe. Yeah, that's plenty. The okay. the the way that way that works. A lot of, a lot of people, uh, some of the old timers used to say, stick a nail down beside the plant, but well, for cutworms, because that cutworm has to loop its body to to cut the plant off. Gotcha. And so, uh, if if you can uh, uh, prohibit it from uh, getting a looped body with that nail, uh, yeah, you won't have cutworm damage. I never, I never have tried that myself. I, I, th- I think right. the containers around there are the best. Right. Follow up. Nothing uh-huh. worse when you're killing and the, the nail comes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, If you're going to try that, uh, let us know how that goes. The nails? No, or whatever you try. The cups. Cups. I I will. I will. Uh, I did call y'all earlier uh, this spring. uh, I was planting tomatoes in my uh, 45-gallon tree pots, and uh, they they did really well. We harvested a lot, pulled up the last one uh, last weekend. It was the Juliet lasted the longest, but they, they succumbed to uh, all the issues that everybody else had with uh, yellowing leaves and uh, the stink bugs Flatter and everything mind. else. It, well, I, didn't, I don't know if it was, I didn't really have spider mites. It looked like I had a little bit of blight, but uh, I've got some okay. jalapenos. I've got some jalapenos that are right close to a cucumber trellis and uh and they're developing a whole lot of uh, splotches on the leaves. So they're still uh, producing, but they just look like heck. Is that caused by a bug? They're developing what on the leaves? Spots. Spots, Spots on the leaves? 
splotches, yeah, spots on the leaves. Okay, d uh, does the spot go all the way through the the leaf? It, it can, yes, it can. On the on the center, then there'll be a black hole in the center, and then and then kind of fades to uh, to brown. Uh, and it, yeah, it looks. I mean, that sounds that sounds like a bacteria leaf spot. Uh, okay. A lot of times it'll it'll defoliate a pepper. It usually occurs in in rainy weather. How should I treat that? Uh, it's not it's not widespread, is it? Well, I've only got two peppers. One of them's worse than the other. Okay. Uh, still, we generally just let them try to grow through it. Yeah, generally they grow through it. Yeah, they're still producing. It's not affecting the fruit. Okay. All right. Well, they'll, okay. they'll grow through it. Thank you, Larry. You so, take care. One last, oh. one last, one last point, Jerry. Years okay. ago, you used you, Jerry. You used to uh, 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 teach us newcomers uh, the Jerry Parsons uh, watering technique, and I haven't heard you talk about that in a long time. You've got a lot of new listeners that probably need to hear that that uh, that little short memo from you. Y'all have a great Sunday. Thanks for the show. Okay. Thanks, Larry. Thanks you take care. Calling. All right. So you want to you want to be on the air? All right, here you give him, you take that, and I'll give this to Trace. There you go. What, what you got? I just want to show off my 2019 rodeo tomato plant. Uh-huh. Has it got any tomatoes on it? Oh, it's loaded. It's, okay. They're almost softball size. That's a six-foot cage, and that was taken about two weeks ago. Now okay. it's about a foot over the top of that six-foot cage. Uh-huh. And those tomatoes are as luscious as any I've ever had. Yeah, and that's it's, this year? This 2019. Okay. Yeah. I put Good. two. I put two of them in, in there. So uh, I'm loaded. Now we're recommending that you pull those spring plants, and so that you can plant the new fall plants. They still have softball-sized green tomatoes <laughs> on them. <laughs> I can't pull them. <laughs> I don't when, know. When did, you, when did you plant them? At the time of rodeo, or when? Uh, I planted them probably uh, the very first part of April. Okay. Yeah, that's plenty. Of time. And I use tomato tone as the. Yeah. Okay. It's it's great. It's great stuff. So just wanted to brag a little bit. Oh, okay. sounds Thank good. Thank you for showing us. <laughs> you though. deserve it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we, we're, we're recommending that uh, Rodeo Tomato for the fall, too, because it was uh, so quick to set fruit, too. Not only a lot of big fruit, but fast. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Calvin will get you filled in on all the stuff he's saying. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Here's the big news. The fall tomatoes are here. It's not too early to plant, but to have the most success, you need to plant varieties that are recommended for this area that are time-tested. And Millburgers has those varieties because they want you to have the most success with your fall tomatoes. These include varieties like Celebrity or this year's Rodeo Tomato, HM8849, or the Texas Superstar Tomatoes, which include Tycoon and Dwarf Cherry Surprise. They're just $1.99 in the 4.5-inch pot. 
Another Texas superstar Millburgers is featuring this week is the Penta. They're highly heat and pest tolerant, low maintenance, a bloomer that comes in assorted colors. They attract hummingbirds and butterflies, and they're on a great sale price for three eighty eight in the one gallon container. This week you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise. You see it blooming all around town? Come get it at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m. The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world as truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The media and Democrat attacks on President Trump are about to go into hyperdrive. If you thought they're bad now, wait until fall when people are back from vacation and school starts. Whatever you think of the president's character, language and behavior, his policies are working. Is that a sufficient trade-off for most conservatives and especially evangelicals? It seems so. Should it? That's a question each individual will have to answer. Some of my colleagues believe Trump's character and behavior are disqualifying, but they have no replacement who can win and continue to improve the economy, keep unemployment and taxes low, and name conservative judges to the courts. What Republican with the demeanor these critics like could do as well as President Trump? The answer is none. Trump is pushing back against the elites who have caused harm to the country. If nothing else, and there is much else, he deserves credit for that. As of now, Democrats have no one who can beat him, but the left will continue to pound and pound away until Election Day, and long after that if he wins a second term. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Hello, friends in SAT. You need to call OMG. OMG Kitchen and Bath. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, and OMG's full-time creative designers and staff will make you so proud of your newly remodeled kitchen and bath. See what I mean at omgkitchenbath.com or stop in the OMG showroom on Nakoma. FYI, OMG is A-rated with the BBB and Angie's List. But call OMG ASAP 210-535-1000. That's 210-535-1000. omgkitchenbath.com Here comes that rainy day feeling again Soon my tears, they will be falling like rain. It always seems to be a Monday. Leftover memories of Sunday. Always spent with you. Before the clouds appear. Took away my sunshine. Here comes that rain. And welcome 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. Bud is on the line. He wants to talk about squash. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Uh, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Calvin says. Hey, um, this, I, 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 I found some kind of eggs on one of my uh, squash leaves and as I was waiting for y'all I remember that I think it was on a pepper plant maybe about a week ago I found the same kind of eggs uh, there it was a cluster of about 15 in each case and they had the color of very dark honey y'all know right. what might be are they in rows? Yeah. yeah they're in rows aren't they? Well, they're yeah. not perfect, you know, like uh, rows if you look at a field from an airplane. But, yeah, yeah they're, they're, no. they're, they're pretty much in straight line, and then some lines are shorter than others, yeah. Yeah, that's stink bugs. Yeah. Really? Or leaf leaf. Yeah, that's stink bug eggs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you want to control your population, stink, uh, uh, stink bug population, you try to find as many of those egg clusters as you can and uh, take them off and and uh, destroy them. Quick. Does it work just to uh, scrape them with a dull knife? Well, I just took uh, the ones I found <laughs> today. Uh, I, I just took them off with my hand and then I kept rubbing my fingers real, uh, you know, real tight against each other and soon I found some moisture coming out of those things so I figured I took care yeah. of them that way. Yeah. Little leaf-footed bug. They're they're, re- they're rather hard eggs. Yes, they are. Right? Yeah, you you, yeah. you got to rub them a while before you break them down. Right. That's they, uh, stink kind bug. of a kind, kind of a personal question for uh, Calvin. There, uh, Calvin, I've heard you say a number of times. Well, I don't do too much with uh, bell peppers because they don't seem to work for me that well. Uh, I found this year. In fact, I bought it over there at Millburgers, the Aladdin bell pepper. That's the one that turns orange. Yeah. And that, that has been the best performing pepper, pepper in my particular garden. That Have I've you harvested had. already? Oh, oh yeah. Have you? Uh-huh. Huh. Cool. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, it, it did. Already, yeah. It, 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 it and whatever it, one I had last year did surprise me and did pretty well, too. Maybe that Aladdin. was Aladdin last Could year. Could have been Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. bud, I'm going to try to get one more call on, okay? We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Sharon, how can we help you today? We've got about two minutes left. Uh, a question. It's time to get rid of the old tomatoes. But is it better to pull them or just cut them off and plant beside them? It's, it's better to pull them and start with new plants. But it's not, it's, it's not good to leave the roots of the old one? No, ma'am. Because they, they'll never be as vigorous as a, as a new plant. No, I'm not, not wanting to come back. I just want to cut them off at ground level. Oh, then, I, I guess you could do that. They will come back. Just, just so you don't have you don't have nematodes or anything. Right. Well, 
the, the ones General, the general, generally, we recommend you pull pull them out. Pull them out, okay. I just thought maybe it would mess it up less than... Because they're in, in um, grow boxes, not in the garden. Oh, well. you got plenty of, in of, plenty of space. Yeah. I, I guess you could yeah, rotate them. Plenty of space. I just was right. curious. Okay. You can do either. Thanks, Sharon. We got to run. We got to say goodbye for today. Bye, Thanks. Sharon. Thanks to everybody for listening. Sorry we had to cut you short there at the end. Uh, but uh, we want to thank Al back at the station doing a great job getting all the songs good and getting music. Up and good music. Up, oh, you got some compliments there, Al. We will see you next Saturday. We'll find out. Don't forget tomorrow we've got the uh, gardening essentials class here at 9:30. And uh, we'll say goodbye for Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.